Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Badass Unscripted. When you boil it all down, what I'm trying to teach is being uncommon. Don't we all want that? Don't we all want to be exceptional? The best at what we do? There's almost a little romance about the idea of being so dedicated, above average, not just natural talent, but I'm talking about commitment and will and strength, excellence, effectiveness. We all want to be great. But when you encourage and promote people to be great, to become more, sometimes a little problem pops up. And I'm guilty of this in the past, to be sure. Hey, you know what? I still do it now. If you get me into something new, I want to go straight to hero. I want to be right up there by the finish line. Yeah, I want to go from where I am, which is pretty much zero, to hero, to accomplished. I want to get right to great. So this may happen to you when you start working with teams. It can happen to you personally or the people around you. doesn't matter. You need to notice it. Here's what it is, is that some people will start doing too much. We all know that person, right? They come into the office on Monday or Tuesday. They've created all these charts and procedures rules, regulations. You tell a team to make a creed and they come up with a declaration of independence. You suggest creating a definition of done and they come up with something 17 pages long and they've even made an app for it. It's kind of like when you start a new workout program and you're so desperate to see results. You're so desperate to get to that finished picture of you that you work out for, you know, eight hours a day. Now, we all know intellectually that's not going to work. So let me remind you today that being uncommon doesn't mean overdoing it. It doesn't mean strenuous exertion. In fact, what I want to drive home is that it's the opposite. Simple elegance. I spoke about it a long time ago. I call it tension ruins everything and slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Take minimally effective steps. I mean, Agile even has the concept of the minimum viable product, the smallest increment of done stuff that will work. You should take that approach to your development and your Agile adoption and transformation journey as well. I would rather you take consistent small steps to becoming more Agile than to see everyone blow their heads off, trying to produce too much, trying to get to perfection too quickly. And I get it. Because when you first hear about it, I mean, it's inspiring, right? If you talk about Agile well, you light other people up because it sounds like freedom. It sounds like excellence. It sounds like focusing on quality and focusing on people, happy teams, better stuff. Well, who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to get there? And who doesn't want to get there in a hurry? But here's where I want you to fall back to what I always call grandma's wisdom. Slow and steady wins the race. Easy does it. Remember today that mastery is a path. It's a journey. It's not a place you can jump to. Improvements accrue slowly over time. And we have to remember that today. Look, let's get frank for a second. When you're in the team room and there's someone who's showing up and in your head you're looking at them going, they're trying too hard. Like, who are they trying to impress? That's where you tend to see 
and over-eagerness to get to the finish line now. But the reason why it's so important to culture this in people at the team level is because eventually what we want to communicate to product owners, to management, to executive, to decision makers, to champions, is that this doesn't radically change overnight. This is a progression toward excellence. See, because when Agile fails, what do we always say? We always say the executive layer wasn't ready, was expecting results too soon, was looking for perfection out of the gate, their expectations were too high, and they were unsupportive of the mechanics of agility that you have to respect and observe for it to work well. So the reason I want you to contemplate that overdoing it is not how you get to uncommon is because the sooner we start advertising that stance, the easier it will be to manage expectations in the future. And if anyone pushes back on that concept and says, well, if we're not going to see benefits at some point, why bother? Why do this? Stakeholders have a right to see improvements, don't they? Yeah, of course they do. And remember, I always say agile success depends on starting small fires that other people are going to want to come to to get warm. If you do small things well and you do it consistently, if you're showing up weekly with tiny gains and tiny accomplishments and you make those gains visible, people will notice. You won't have to worry about disappointing people because your promises are not what you market. Your actions, your outcomes, and your achievement are. But if you try to overdo it in the beginning, guys, guess what? You're going to blow a tire. And there you be at the side of the road, waving at traffic, waiting for rescue to come. So if you want to be uncommon, take small, consistent, daily action. And that's what you show to the world. All right, guys, I love you because you're crazy. Thanks for tuning in as always. Let me know how this works for you. You can reach out at badassagile.com. You can find me on Twitter at badass underscore agile and on Instagram at badassagile. I truly look forward to seeing you next time. And until then, stay badass. Badass.